Okay, so I'm sitting here praying and trying my best to keep my mind focused on God. And all I know is it's just like this weird vibe. Like, it been this weird vibe all day. Like, it been this weird vibe for the past, like, week. That's like, you know, I had already known ever since, like, last year, months ago, that everybody know what I'm here for. They know who I am. They know the prophecy on my life. They know that already. And they know that, they know my assignment. That I'm here to revise the people. And last year... After I went to church, which everything happens for a reason, and God makes that clear. After I went to church, even though the church wasn't what I was looking for, in the church, it still did have benefits. The pastor that was there, one one night I was just being tortured, really. But I was just like thinking, like, you know, what am I not doing right? What haven't I tried? Like, I know God told me I don't need a church. But I'm still giving different things the benefit of the doubt, regardless of what different voices I hear, whatever they telling me to, to do. Not that I don't, you know, know that these are people, you know, demons too, and witches but people too, because God gave us power and authority over demons. So these are not demons. These are actual people. So I heard from an apostle, she said, let God handle the people. And I do. I love God. I trust him. But he must want me to fight this battle on my own. You know, with him, of course, not ever on my own. But he wants me to fight. He must want me to fight this battle for myself. Because I find myself having to fight them all. I have to fight them all. And I don't know how unique it is. But I don't know. But I've been new what's up. I've been new what was up. God shows me what's up. He tells me, but I cannot lie. I get upset because I feel like after that, he just leaves me to like fan for myself. But he never leaves me, and I never have to fan for myself. It's just, I guess, maybe the amount of work that he's allowing me to do is what's necessary to get me to be who I'm destined to be so I can be stronger. So I'm just doing my best to understand and be more patient. Anyways... You know, earlier last year, it was this encounter one day where it was like a whole bunch of like, we feel like crowds around me just talking all the time. That's what they do. But they never want me to hear what they're talking about. And I'd be fighting to figure it out. But overall, like, I got to go. My main goal is to fight towards God. I think that if I was only focused on 
that and I put all my time into that, I would have figured out what they were talking about by now. But I put my time into God and that's like a side mission because it's like, you know, would the conversation that they haven't helped or change anything? Most of all, I have to just focus on God because regardless of what conversations they have, they probably don't even know what God got in store for them. He's telling me. So, you know, I really got to put my most of my attention on him, which is why I try and do that. And then when they're talking and stuff, I just try and pick up on certain things if I can, only because I know that they are up to stuff. They are doing stuff. And this does affect me, even though it might not ultimately be a big deal to God. It is affecting me. So if I could pick up on what they're saying sometimes a little bit, what I will find out is that, you know, maybe it's ways to avoid all the extra issues. Maybe I am contributing in some way. Whatever it is I could do to, like, you know, make it more, make it easier for me to focus on God to, you know, be able to put more time into God without being distracted and avoid extra issues because it feels like a lot of times I'm like, okay, what did I do? What did I do? For real. Like, cause I'm just, I did nothing. I really didn't do anything to you. I didn't do nothing to you. I didn't do nothing to them, but now everybody want to fight me out the blue. And I'm like, what happened? And I realized like I'm being jumped. I'm being jumped. I don't even have to say nothing, look in nobody's direction or do nothing. Everybody just want to jump me. And I'm like, what am I doing? It comes at the most random times. And it's and I have to, you know, think really hard and backtrack on my steps to like realize like out of what thought, what thought was it? What thing was it? What look, what action, what what was it? That all of a sudden got everybody wants to jump me and put their hands on me. Everybody always want to jump me for no reason. I don't be knowing what that is. But overall, I can't catch all of it because I think, I don't know how many thoughts I think a minute. They ain't no telling which ones triggered them. (laughs) And I can't keep up with it all. So I just got to trust God and know, like, it's just, I just got to focus on him. I might not be able to figure out what it is every single time or what it is that they are necessarily so riled up about anyways because it feel like, you know, they riled up about something and it might even be consistent. So if it's consistent, then maybe it does matter, play a factor in what God is trying to do here. But overall, it don't feel like it's necessarily consistent with what I'm doing here. So I'm just trying to understand how it's two different narratives. If it is, y'all are so focused on this. And I'm just trying to understand how much truth it got to be to this or how, you know, what what part is played in this so much inside of myself or anything that it is I'm doing in my life that y'all are so focused on this part when I'm focused on this. And I don't know if y'all listen to me or not, but I'm pretty sure y'all listen to me. Every everything I think, everything I say, everything I do is not it's not to be missed. Y'all watching me for real. So y'all are listening to me. It's just a, uh, the matter of do anything I say or do even matters. 
Because that's what I've been saying this whole time. I've been saying, see, this is why I have to ignore them and fight them no matter what they do and just focus on God. Because I don't think that anything I say or do matters. I think that they are going to do whatever they're going to do regardless. And I try to say, I mean, I felt that way for a while. But then it got to a point where I noticed that they were laughing at me when I was saying it. And I didn't care because they was laughing the whole time. But it started, I started to see it was real. Like, it was real. Like, they were laughing because they are like, no, it's for real. Like, it's not. I just, it wasn't even just the laughter. It was just, like, different reactions that were definitely legit. And I was like, you know, these reactions are legit. So that means that they really believe this. Like, this for real. This is not fake. They not just saying this. They not just doing this. They not just making stuff up. Like, they... They are actually believing this, or I don't know what it is, but they are for real. And so I was like, hold on, y'all for real? And then they were like laughing, like, yeah, we for real. This is for real. And that's when I'm like, how is it for real? How is it for real? Y'all really tripping me out at this point because I'm just trying to understand if we in two different realities. We got to be. On two different sides or something. I mean, maybe two different sides, obviously, but we got to be in two different realities. Because here I am fighting all of these different things and I see this stuff happening. Like all this stuff is happening. Demons is coming off of me. You was there for that, right? Was you there? Because how? How? How are you for real? What are you for real about? Where are you when this stuff is happening? And so I... and, And then... So that's why I got to the point where I'm like, see, this is why I just stay with God no matter what. And I just hang with God because y'all don't ever listen to me like I'm lying or y'all always try to make it feel like make me feel like I'm, you know, a joke or something like this is a joke. But I'm like, how could I possibly be a joke to y'all if, of course, y'all sitting here watching everything I do all day? So that means any any realization I'm coming to, you coming to. Anything I'm doing, you see. Anything I think, you know. So, how you for real? This is why I couldn't take them seriously for so long. I'm like, I don't take y'all seriously. I don't care nothing that you say. It's a lie. Everything you say is either a lie or a misunderstanding. Don't come to me with nothing. If you do, I'm not going. I'm not going to take you seriously. I'm just going to ignore you. I'm going to tell you why I'm ignoring you. I'm ignoring you because you don't know what you're talking about. You're being controlled and I'm fighting for God, period. Everything else outside of that is, you know, whatever it is. I'm not in that conversation. I I, I said that a lot too. I don't even hear what's going on. I'm not there. Like this, (laughs) I just know what God is telling me. I know what I feel when I'm trying to figure stuff out. You know, it's a bunch of different things going on. You want me to go down the list? Okay, for one, a lot of y'all is being controlled. Don't even know what y'all mad at. Don't even know what y'all mad at. Every single time one individual gets mad about something, y'all all come attack me. And y'all think it's funny. But whenever I try to cut through the crowd and try to figure out where it started or originated, everybody got different stories. Everybody got different reasons. But if I automatically assume that none of y'all know what's really going on, then all of a sudden, everybody know. Oh, no, we know. We heard that. Yeah, we was there. And it's like, which one is it? Because if I assume that you know in five minutes, it's going to be like, 
where are you now in this conversation? Where are you in this place? Like, you, you just said you knew. You just said you was there. You just said you understood. And then when I got to this place, where were you? You were nowhere to be found. And then I look for your reaction, and it's just as legit as the other ones, right? And I'm just like, okay, that's why I cannot, I cannot even deal with y'all. I can fight for y'all. I can know where my assignment is and endure whatever it is I got to endure because it's not like I really got a choice. But even though I do have a choice every single day, but regardless, it's not like I really have a choice. I can do that or I can, you know, listen to y'all. And like I said, y'all all over the place because y'all be in control. Over here is somebody mad about my past. Over here is somebody mad about what they think going on. Over here is somebody mad about who they think I am. Like, it's so many different things going on. And anytime I try and really, you know, try and get to the bottom of it, then I got to fight the same individual that I'm fighting all the time anyways. So I said, I might as well stay out the crowd. I might as well stay out the conversation. I might as well continue fighting whoever it is that I'm fighting the whole time. And you know what the main narrative they try and push? That I'm scared to fight this person. That I'm scared of this person. When I know for a fact this person is jumping me and setting me up in so many different areas. And y'all quick to go for it every single time, but y'all claim y'all not be in control. This is why I do not consult with y'all. This is why I cannot use y'all for support. This is why I do not lean on y'all. And this is why I do not trust y'all. And when it come down to it, you know, every time they threaten y'all lives and be like, okay, well, we're going to start hurting this person. We're going to start hurting that person. I do everything I can to protect y'all. But at the end of the day, it's God first, always. And if that means y'all being hurt, that's, what, that's just what got to happen because y'all being in control anyways. Y'all quick to hurt me. And it's not even about that. I'm not bitter or miserable. It's just about the fact that y'all are liabilities. Each and every single last one of y'all are liabilities. I don't care what you say. And y'all claim y'all know what it is, but y'all don't. You can't possibly know what it is. Because when I get to the altar with God, it's just me, God, and whoever Satan is using. So, Satan, y'all do not be there. And I be fighting for y'all, though. But I already told y'all what's happening. I already told y'all what's going on. I told y'all the prophecy. A lot of y'all claim that y'all are aware of what's going on, which means you're aware of this prophecy. I don't know whether you believe it or not, but as I said, y'all are being controlled. And every single time they talk to me, they say something. I'm like, oh, got to stop you right there. I'm going to stop listening right here because you're being controlled. And they're always like, you're always saying somebody's controlling us. This is why we are la- we're always laughing at you because nobody's controlling us. We're doing what we want to do. <laughs> I swear this is crazy. It's crazy. It is. This is not real life for me, you know, because... Listen, I I I spent I, I I waste time trying to explain to you what's going on. Every single last individual or whoever it is, I waste time trying to have this conversation. I will have this conversation a million different times, and after however long I wasted time with that conversation, I end up having to find my way back to God. And when I get there, I find out it was the same person the whole time, and they sit there and they laugh in my face and say, "Yeah, you was talking to me," because they're controlling you. 
everything you say, they're talking through you. And I try and expose that, but they all, they just wipe your memory and make you forget. So I don't even know if it's even a point in me even talking about it, but I'm still going to say this because it just need to be said. But sometimes I, I see that, you know, when they're not, maybe their guard is down or something, or they just like, okay, she not even looking in this area for resources. She not even considering this part of this place or she's not even like, she's already written this part off. So, you know, we don't have to watch it that hard or we don't got to worry about it that much. We don't have to put in that much work and they start getting lazy, but not necessarily lazy, more like, you know, comfortable, you know, underestimating, you know, the circumstances, which they obviously already have to even be in this situation to begin with. But that's what they start doing. And then I notice that y'all start having legit, legit reactions again. And I'm like, See, this is what be tripping me out because I swear that y'all think can think for yourselves, and I swear that y'all are, you know, not even that control. You know, I would swear that y'all catching on this stuff and actually care about what's going on because a lot of times I feel like y'all don't even care. Y'all do not even care for about the details. I tell you, like I know, start laughing. I try and show you different stuff, and you like. You know, you just don't believe me. So I just fight for you. Anyways, but regardless of anything, you know, I'm very well aware that at the end of this, I might just have to go right back to where I was and find out, guess what? They controlled you not to listen again. They controlled you to think I was lying. They controlled you to do something else or find something else to do. It is what it is. But like I said, this is what it is. And there's even different people who I feel that God has given me. Not given me, but shown me, you know. And so it's a gift in a way. Marcus Rogers, you know. He is very loved by God. Very, very loved by God. I try not to even speak on a lot of stuff. Because I feel like he has the power. He truly does have the power to get to the place I'm at. He has the power to be there. Even if he doesn't stay there, he has his own mission with God. He got his own things to do with God. I'm sure his plate is full as well. He got, he got so much stuff he's doing. But he's sometimes there, though. He's sometimes just there. Other times, he's not. I'm like, okay, so maybe it's just like we find ourselves crossing paths in our fight for the kingdom different times. Or, of course, like I said, you know, when it comes down to it, when it gets to a certain level, even he is a part of the crowd that is being controlled. And if they don't, it's different levels, too, because, like, I don't want to make it seem like it's all just a general thing. Like, some people are controlled. Other people are just blocked off completely. Other people are misled, you know, and like distracted every single time other people have demons on them that you know I think it's a big portion of the church have demons on them that's controlling them to stay asleep like they sleep so like they if you ever in church and you catch yourself saying hallelujah and you weren't even listening and you didn't even really resonate with the message or it didn't touch you somewhere in your heart 
or something, it didn't make you feel like, oh, yes, that scripture is what I needed right now. God is speaking to me. You know, and even sometimes when you do and you don't really feel like you learning every single time you pick up your Bible, when you when you feel like you're just floating through life, which I've gotten to a point and I'm, I'm you know, fighting very hard because I'm like, you know what? You're not about to keep me here saying. And I realize that it's very well possible because there's so many people in the church who've been there for years. And Satan has a lot of people there. He has a lot of people in a place where they are floating. And they like, I go to church. I love Jesus. I'm always reading my Bible. You know, they listen to gospel music and all that. But whenever you try and tell them about certain stuff and try and wake them up, they is just like spiritually sleep. That's a lot of people. So why do I always bring up Marcus Rogers' name? Because he is one of those people who I feel like also fluctuates like I do in a way. He, he, he's able to maintain a certain level with God. That's where he can stay. But he fluctuates like if he wanted God to, if I brought it up to God, or if I challenged where he is, he could go further up. He can get closest to God as possible. He can fluctuate. So I feel like certain times when different people are, you know, this is why they, they I feel like they, they are careful with him. And this is why I'm careful, too, because I realize, like, I see how bad it gets. If this is my fight and if this is what they're willing to go through, this is how nasty they're willing to be in order to get whatever done. They, they don't care about nobody. They don't care about nobody. I'm like, I know God's going to protect him, but I'm not about to drag him into it. And so I realized, like, it is certain situations that, you know, things will, you know, they can be. This stuff can be changed. This stuff can be changed. It can, and it can go different ways. And you have, we have the power as children of God to do that. You know, when you're on a certain level with God, you think it's all in God's will. And if it's not God's will, then it will not be done. But when you're on a certain level with God, you can actually conversate with him. And he'll change things. Or he'll permit certain things. You know, he'll show you what is allowed and what isn't allowed, just like Moses he was going to wipe out the Israelites. He was going to wipe us all out. But Moses said, God, please, you know, spare them. And so God changed his mind. You can change God's mind when you're on that level with him. So with Marcus Rogers, you know, I noticed like he's one of those people I feel like he breaks through the veil different times and it catches you off guard. It's when he wants to do it. It's when he's in a certain level, when he's on, when he's in his spiritual bag. He can break through the veil sometimes. Sometimes I catch him breaking through the veil. Like, I just caught it a couple of days ago. I was conversating and I was just, I wasn't putting him in too much because I didn't want to put too much on him. I know he probably already has a big fight that he's fighting. I didn't want to put too much on him. And then I realized, like, a lot of times when I'm going through different things and I'm encountering different people and different things, he can't hear that conversation or 
he's not, he might still even be around, but he's not aware of all that they are doing that I can see that they're doing and what they're up to. I can see it. And different times, I'll just assume he's not, you know, I won't assume it, but I won't necessarily count him all the, all the way in. I'll just assume I'm fighting this battle with just me and God. Not assuming it. I'll just I'll just be fighting a battle. And then next thing I know, he'll chime in like, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. No, you're not. Don't listen to Satan. And I'll be like, hold on. You broke through the veil. You heard that. You saw that. You aware. Like, different times he breaks through that veil. He catches it. But that's not every single time. And I'm not saying every single time. That's not every single time. Like, I want to blame him or anything. Because I don't. Like I said, if all I have to do is tell him. All I got to do is put him in it. But I don't want to put that on him. The hell that I have gone through. This is my assignment. I don't need to drag nobody else through this. When I was in hell in 2020, what I would say was, you know, I would say, I don't, I don't care, God, if I never make it out of this. I just, I swear I don't want anybody ever have to go through this never again. So I feel responsibility to not share that burden with other believers. But I will you know, test the range because God's given me the power. And I believe even the wisdom, he given me the spirit of wisdom and discernment. He says, our mind of Solomon. So I, I test the range a little bit with different people. I'll just start asking different things or I'll just run different things past them. And based off of their responses, which is not always true set, it's not always set because every believer is different. Based off of their responses, all I know is they'll be like, you know, um, I'll figure out whether how far I can use them and not use them like I'm just using people, but like how far they can help if I ever need that help or need to rely on that help, which I'm oftentimes not even taking favors because I have God. Like, why would you ever really need a favor if you have God? But, you know, he's showing me how to be more, you know, reliant on others, like how to depend on others and, uh, and the vision that he showed me of who I am, I just do all my work by myself. My whole castle, my whole kingdom by myself. I'm always working. I mean, of course, I always have God, but that's it. Just me, God, and my horse. That's it. I don't ask for help. So I don't like to lean on people when it comes to these spiritual battles. That's how God has made me. But obviously, it's maybe something I'm going to have to learn in the process, but I'm just not there yet I don't know I want to say where I'm at I just want to say when it's time it's gonna be time but as far as different people go there's also pastor Mike Mike Ty Jr and he I saw him breaking through the veil a couple times he breaks through the veil and I saw a vision of myself breaking through the veil I just be breaking through the veil like all the time I do that I just be floating through it a lot of times but it takes a lot of fight I don't want to say floating like it's just so easy, but it, I had to fight a lot. And some day, sometimes I don't, you know, always make it through. Some days I don't always make it through. Other days I, I'm there, you know. I'm not as consistent as I want to be. I want to be there all the time, you know. God tells me that my family is waiting for me. And 
every single time I'm around or they hear my voice, they get a little happier. Satan is guarding them. He doesn't want to release my family. This is not my family. The the people that are around me. This is the scariest stuff you probably ever hear. But this, my mother, my sister, my brothers, my dad, my cousins, my, my grandmother, my family, my aunts, everybody. They are possessed by demons. Demons have their bodies and minds too. A demon also has my body as well. A demon has a lot of people's bodies, but especially my family because of this fight with the industry. I believe it's the industry. I don't want to put that on it, though. I don't want to jump too far into that. But because of this fight with whoever this is, this demon witch, they have placed demons in my family's body. I'm oftentimes breaking through the veil and finding them in the spirit to fight them, fight for them to get them out. And they wait for me wherever they at. They always in different places, but they wait for me. And God tells me that they get happy when I show up. There was a point in time where the demons, they would tremble, you know, when they heard my name. And that reminds me of Solomon as well. But as we know, Solomon fell off because he started to worship false gods. He got too caught up with the money. He was vain. He became vain. And God told him the one thing that he would walk away from him for was if he ever worshipped another God other than him. I feel that God is pretty much making that clear to me as well. You know, he hasn't said that he would never he would ever turn his back on me or that if I ever worship another God, he would turn his back on me. But what God said to me is it's because you are a virgin. And I said, Why am I a virgin? Of course, I know my sins in life. He says, you are a virgin. You have, you know, never given your faith away. You've never worshipped another God. You have remained faithful to me your entire life. That makes you a virgin. So, I realized, like, if I give my faith away, if I ever worship another God over God, which I don't believe I ever will. I'm just not built like it. But that's what Solomon did. And God said, I remind him of Solomon. Do you think that God makes mistakes? When he said that, I'm sure he was fully considering Solomon, but there's just no telling, you know, what he meant, what part of Solomon I remind him of. In that moment, I won't say there's no telling, but in that moment, what God said was, because I know that you want everything else. You want you want the fame, you want the money, you want the attention, you want the, you know, power. You want all of that stuff, but you asked for, I asked you, I told you you can have anything. You knew you could ask for anything. You asked for wisdom and discernment to lead my people. You remind me of Solomon, and that's why you're going to get everything that you asked for. The wisdom and discernment and the money, the fame, the power, the attention, all of that too. So... I realized he he reminded me of the story of Solomon when he said that to me. And I was honored to be compared to Solomon. Because if you know Solomon, Solomon was one of the greatest kings to have ever ruled over Israel. One of the wisest. God specifically wanted Solomon to build his temple. And Solomon conquered almost every demon 
to have ever existed, even including Satan. So a lot of times I catch myself battling Satan. Like, I will, you know, be bullying him. I'll jump at him and he'll flinch. You know, but I already battled Satan for my sister. Well, God battled Satan for my sister. He used me as a vessel. And light shone through me like Michael when Satan was cast out of heaven. And it burned Satan down to the ground. And so I know the power that I have. I know what it takes in order to actually hone and use that power. That being said, another thing everybody even says that that prophecy been complete. That prophecy been, you know, fulfilled. On that day that you got your sister back, you defeated that demon witch and freed everybody from, you know, her wicked rule. But I knew I would know when it was over, and it wasn't. It was not over. So I believe that that's an illusion, that, that, that this prophecy actually has not been fulfilled because I'm still battling Satan. For my family. I don't believe that God will ever leave my family. Where they at. Especially when of course. Not that they're fighting as hard as they could be. And other times I catch myself fighting for different people. Just like in my passing. Because I guess that's just the person that God made me. Like anywhere I'm at. I'm just going to be fighting. It's probably just who I am. And I'm fighting for different people. And they just putting in so much effort. And they're making it so easy on me. And I'm like, Lord Jesus, like, you know, this person wants to be saved. So it's giving me, it's making me realize the difference between who wants to be saved and who doesn't. But since, you know, I feel like this entire battle, I've been fighting for my family. I don't know how to stop. I don't think I'm supposed to. You know, iron does sharpen iron, but it gets to a point where they are, you know, barriers. They are burdens. They are, you know, a lot of times they are holding me back. Like, I catch them so many times sabotaging other people's opportunity for salvation. And I can't imagine how frustrated that must make God, you know, because it frustrates me so much. But imagine how much it frustrates God. Like, he sent me on a mission to save as many people as possible. But every single time they catch on to what I'm doing for somebody, they always sabotage their chances. I don't even, half the time, not even aware of what I am doing and the power that I have. And the reason why is, I think, because they are keeping me from knowing who I am. I see all this to say, earlier last year, everybody revealed to me that they knew what I'm here for, that I'm here for on assignment to revise the people and that it actually is working. But they would never admit it to me because they don't want me to be like, yes, yes, I am, you know, I am accomplishing my assignment with you, God. I am, you know... I am worthy, like you said I am. And so they started to be like, okay, I guess we can admit it. Then it was like, no, nah, because then she going to think that she actually doing what God sent her here to do. 
what do you mean? What do you mean? And I'm not trying to get upset, but it's just like, what do you mean by that? You know, I'm going to actually think that I accomplished what God sent me here to accomplish. And yeah, yeah, that's the point. I mean, it's not the point. It's not just about that. It's about actually accomplishing it. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I intend to accomplish it, yes. So you're making it difficult for me because you don't want me to know that I'm accomplishing it. Even though you know it's just a matter of time before, of course, I know that I'm accomplishing this. But I think that they believe that they can keep me from ever knowing who I was. They believe that they can't keep me from they can't keep me from accomplishing it, but they can keep me from knowing what I accomplished. And I have to say, I don't know if I should be so sure that they can't because look at all that they're able to do, which a lot of times is what I'm bringing to God in frustration. Like, God, how are they able to keep me from this information? How are they able to keep me from this and keep me from that? And God is telling me what I need to do, and I'm not doing everything I need to do, so it's really not God's fault. But at the same time, understanding that when it comes down to it, God knows, you know, that he knows that, you know, I'm going to accomplish this and I'm going to know I accomplished it. I think that is it reminds me of the scripture in Corinthians, the thorn in your flesh from Satan in order to keep you humble. Because it kind of reminds me of that fact. Like, I think that God, while he might be okay with sort of like them, you know, keeping me from knowing certain things that I'm doing and knowing all that I've accomplished, I think... He's okay with that because he wants me, like he notices that every single time that they attack me, every single time that they are in the way, even though a lot of times they are preventing a lot of things that need to be done and they are standing in a way of progress and they make it a lot of stuff way harder than it have to be. And because I had to fight everybody, every single time I want to get anything done, it would it would be an easy task. But because I got to fight who I've been fighting all day, every day, everybody, all the time, it becomes a way harder task. And so something that, you know, feel like it should have been five pounds, it's like 150 pounds. Not one said, I won't stretch it that hard. It's like 50 pounds because of them. And it may not be nothing I can do to get them out of my way besides abandon them. But I don't want to do that because I feel like when I'm searching for them in the spirit and I'm finding them, yes, I'm different things are happening and they set me up all the time to fail. But it's making me stronger. And if God has given me the power to do so, if God has given me the ability to do it, then why give up trying? But it's not why give up trying, but I'm just not ready to give up trying yet. But that being said, though, yes, the torture is becoming too much and unbearable. And I'm sure that there 
overall wicked goals are to get me to walk away from God 100% or even to sell my soul to Satan. To somehow get whatever they can out of it. Earlier today, I heard them saying, you know, what did they say? They said, some things can become permanent because it's not like some things already haven't. And they're talking about just, you know, different different aspects of my fight that I might not be tapping into anymore. Different, you know, behaviors that I'm not exhibiting anymore. And I know exactly what they're talking about because I know what it's like when I'm fighting at my hardest. But can I blame them because I'm not doing it anymore? But yes, I can because if anybody knew what I was like in my shoes, if anybody could see what this is like, you will understand that something is not right. This is way off Something is way wrong. First of all, every single time I'm focused on God, they turn me around. Every single time I am, I have conquered a demon or fought something, they're, they're finding out where I'm, I'm keeping the demons and they're setting them back free and loosening them back into the world. So they're undoing my hard work and or at least trying to at every 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 chance they get. They're trying to. They are lying to people when I come around or before I come around, or if they know I'm about to come around, they lie to people because they don't want the people to get salvation. They don't want people to, you know, believe me, because if they actually believed me, then they would. um Ain't no telling the demons I could pull off of their life and call off of them. I could lose financial, you know, distress, hindering spirits, different demons that cause them to smoke or drink or curse or lie or steal or cheat. These different demons, I can lose off of them. God has given me the power to do so. And they're sitting there lying to these people to get these people to either attack me first or to... Um, stay away from me to believe that I'm the enemy. They oftentimes make it, they tell the story in reverse. They, you know, they show up and make people believe that they are me and I am them because they know that I'm going to warn people. There's people, there's witches around me. I'm not fully aware what they're up to, but just know that, you know, I'm trying to call demons off of you. I'm a demon hunter, etc. I can't even tell everybody no more. I just have to come and sense the situation, feel the situation off of what it is, and do what I can. But then, also, on top of that, they can steal my power. The power that I've worked so hard to build up, they can steal it and they can wear it as if they are me. They can even walk around in my body, in the spirit, pretending to be me, posing as angels of light because of my hard work. Then they are able to use the power that I've gained and spend it on wicked things. Like they'll spend it on distracting me from helping somebody. They'll spend it on hindering me, causing me to not fast or be depressed or feel down or want to kill myself, different stuff like that. They spend it on stuff like that, trying to take me out this world every single day. 
And then I find out that they doing all of this because it's somebody who has money. Who is paying for all this to happen. And they're paying for all this to happen for what? Um, I guess it's somehow... I think they're jealous. And God has shown me Leviathan. God constantly shows me Leviathan's eye. Leviathan is so big. He's like 10 feet tall. He's so big that he's staring in my face. And I can only see his eyeball. That's how big Leviathan is. And then I was scrolling through the timeline on YouTube and I found out that Leviathan is the demon of evil. Envy, excuse me, not evil, envy. Everybody around me is jealous. Each and every single last one of them are so jealous. And as we know, jealousy is one of the most dangerous emotions to have it causes most of the murder hate sin is jealousy it's very very powerful it's not pride is the most powerful but jealousy is really one of those big ones and all of them are jealous of me they're all envious if not of my anointing of you know just my heart just the love i have for people and the bravery, the courage that God has placed inside of me to keep fighting each and every single last one of them, even though I know they all jumping me and in my way every single day. I'll be like, so I'm going to fight you even though I know it's not fair. I'm going to still keep going. Even though I know, you know, you're jealous, I'm going to still, you know, take whatever come with that. Like they're lying on me, blaming me getting me put in all kinds of compromising positions and I just have to be courageous. I have to be brave. I have to make it out no matter what. And I'm depending on God and I'm counting on him. But the way I see it, if he's still allowing this to happen, then it must be for a reason. He wants me to see something. He wants me to figure out what needs to happen in order to move forward. And I don't want to give up my assignment to people of Houston because it feels like God just showed me like a week ago that it's about 50% of them that are already revised. So I just need the other half and then I can kill this demon witch. So because she's trying to rush it, she wants me to fight her now and she wants me to kill her now because she wants to take at least half of the people of Houston down with her. And Every single time, they they so quick to jump down my throat. Every single time, they so quick to attack me. Every single time, they so quick to, you know, listen to anything everybody got to say about me. And so jealous, they ready to make it harder on me when I'm trying to save their lives. And I tell them every single day, what you do not understand is that you are not cheating anybody but yourself. That's what you don't understand. You will not keep me. You will not keep me from nothing that God don't want me to have. You will not keep nobody who's who's already submitted to God, who's doing what they need to do, who are who is saved. You will not keep them from nothing that God wants them to have. You only keeping yourself from it. And then every single day, what I find out is that they're being used. They're, they must still. They, I know they're still being controlled because 
different things will happen. I will be fighting so hard and then they'll I'll have to create all kinds of layers of distractions because they will be always looking for something to mess up and destroy if they know that I'm always working and trying to fix something. So to them, it got to look like I'm being lazy. It got to look like I'm giving up. It got to look like I'm slacking. It got to look like I don't care. It got to look like I'm cursing people out. It got to look like I'm participating in all kinds of sin. And I'm just a disappointment of God. To them, it got to look like that. But it also got to look like I'm fighting so hard not to be. And the whole time, when you go all the way back down to the basis of everything, it's always for God. And why am I so comfortable talking about this? Because as I said, you cannot change or stop nothing. What you can do is what you've been doing, making it as difficult as possible. But since I see you already doing that to your fo- the fullest extent of your power, I'm going to talk about this. I think that God is calling me to. It needs to be talked about. And so all the power that I'm fighting every single day to muster up to one, stay alive so I can continue on this fight, but even past my own life, to fight for my family's lives. They always trying to snatch it from me. To use it for selfish things. And every single time they snatch it from me, they take it back to Satan. They always trying to distract me or get me to do something so they can take it to Satan. Oh, I got her to eat. She's supposed to be fasting. They take that right to Satan. Oh, I got her to curse. I got her distracted from God for a second. And I got her to, you know, think about, you know, giving up or something like that. I took it and they all take it to Satan. I catch them in their conversations after they have done everything that they can for the past five, 10 minutes. I I will listen in when they think I'm not listening or when they think I'm too down or something. And I hear them talking about uh, this is what I was able to get. This is what I was able to get. And I heard this story from this man. He said in hell, Satan sits on a trash throne. And on this trash throne, there's all these kind of demons that are on assignments. Some of them are coming back having failed, and what they do is they're taken to the torture part of hell, and they're tortured. Some of them coming back and have accomplished their assignments on certain individuals, and their assignments will be like get a pastor to sin or fornicate or um, lie or cheat or steal or even just walk away from his pastoral duties as a whole. Every single time they succeed at keeping you away from you're calling in God. They go to hell and they get gifts for spiritual gifts. These spiritual gifts consist of anything that range from the ability to torture people to, you know, just whatever it is that they're into. Like sometimes it's I don't want to speak for what I what it is, but I'm gonna just speak on different things. I feel like I, I experience that they get sometimes they get um the feeling of like just like a good feeling. The feeling of doing something that they like. And I don't want to go into detail about that. But the feeling of doing something that they like or sometimes it's compliments. But I heard most of the time, most of the time in the, in the process of all of this, mostly what they're getting is kisses. They're getting kisses from Satan. Every single time they sabotage me, he kisses them. They're doing it for kisses. And... People are like, isn't Satan ugly and disgusting? But people forget that Satan was a perfect angel in heaven before he fell. He's very, he was very charming and beautiful. The, the most perfect angel in heaven. 
Satan was. So Satan actually is charming and gorgeous. But he's wicked. He's prideful. He's vain and he's arrogant. So they're doing it for kisses. That's what's so hilarious to me. I don't go for it. Because as charming as and gorgeous as Satan must be, God has given me the power to, first of all, I won't say God's given me the power, but God is using me as a vessel. He's placed power inside of me to, well, he's given me the spirit of wisdom and discernment. And so a lot of times I'm picking up on different things. He's showing me, he's guiding me. God is showing me and guiding me through it all. And I'm finding and I'm seeing that it's temptation. And when I find that I see that it's temptation, I fight it with all that I have. But as I said, I have to build up my power and God every single day because they're draining me. And they're taking my power to Satan. And every single time they take my power to Satan, what they find out is that that power is going to be used to save their life. That power is going to be used to get them out. That power is going to be used to get them to realize what they're doing, who they are, what's happening. Everything I use my power for is good. I cannot even use my power for bad. Matter of fact, I don't want to lie. Of course I can't use my power for bad. And probably not everything that I use my power for is good. But... I am not intentionally trying to use my power for bad. A lot of times when my powers are being used for bad, it's because I'm being manipulated. I know what I want my goals to be. Obviously, I'm not perfect. So, you know, sometimes I use my powers for backsliding into sin, which I shouldn't be doing. You know? But overall, I want to be 100% righteous and obedient to God. I know that I will be, and by then... Of course, my power will be used 100% for good. But my intention is for my power to be used 100% for good. So I realize that if it's not going how I planned it to go, that's because I'm being distracted. And they, people can say whatever they want to say about me. You might be right or you might be wrong, whatever. It don't matter. All I know is if these individuals who are who are constantly jumping me and doing everything in their power to sabotage my mission and keep me out of the presence of God, if these individuals were not there, if they were out of the way, if they were, you know, not being used against me, there's no telling what I would have accomplished by now. Excuse me. Actually, I think I know. I would have saved the whole Houston by now, would have conquered this demon witch, but this obviously is part of the fight. I do not doubt God and his timing. Everything happens for a reason. God has revealed that to me on many different occasions. And I don't want to make this one of their trophies because I'm sure there's someone bragging. Yes, I do this. Yes, I do that. Look at how much she's talking about, how much I sabotage her, how much of an effect I have on a detriment of her faith and her fight. And the thing about it is, you know, they're never as bad as they think they are. They're never as powerful as they think they are. But obviously they are hindering spirits. They are hindering spirits because I'm just, God says that there's nothing. He showed me when I was in Mexico, there's nothing that they can actually take from me that I wouldn't otherwise have accomplished that day. But they can tip, they contribute with all of their, you know, pestering. They contribute to the deterioration of my, you know, energy. I don't have it. 
I don't have it all day, every day. They are picking at me, picking at me, picking at me, picking at me, picking at me all day, every day. And I'm fighting to be in God's presence and stay in God's presence. And they're fighting to keep me out of it all day, every day. And for what reason somebody's using all their money to do this? Like I said, Satan, for for satanic reasons, they're satanic. They're satanic. You cannot trust nobody in the industry. Do not trust none of these artists. Do not trust none of these actors. Do not trust them. And I'm sorry if I sound like I'm pushing out a false narrative, but I'm not. I'm not. A lot of people are very good people, and they are very close to God. A lot of people in the industry have to be very close to God because otherwise Satan will not let up off of them. But a lot of them are just... Wicked. And I've experienced so many different things with them, but I find that a lot of them are oftentimes, oftentimes trying to trick me out of my fight. They're like, oh, look what you could be doing. Showing me different things I can do or have. And they're hoping that I forget all about my fight with God and just come over there with them. And every single time I think that I'm, you know, getting through to one of them or even, you know, making friends or allies to help me when I need them the most, which I'm not saying that I don't have people who are willing to help and I don't get through to them because God's power is amazing. But still, when I think I have friends, when it comes down to it, I get to God and, you know, I find out that they are distracting me from being in his presence. They are a distraction. Anybody who does not encourage you in God's and God's presence is a distraction. But you know what's even sadder? I watched um, Transformation Church yesterday. And all I know is I heard somebody. I felt somebody's presence from the congregation. If it wasn't Pastor Mike Todd or one of his choir singers or just somebody from the congregation. I felt them say, pray with me. And all I know is I was just like. Oh my gosh, that is so nice. It's the nicest thing anybody has said to me in so long. Thank you so much. And I just started praying with them. And I realized in that moment, nobody's praying with me. Nobody is praying with me. Nobody is for real taking this serious. Nobody's taking God serious. Everybody's attacking me. Everybody is, you know, doing everything they can to get me out of God's presence. And... Nobody prays with me. And I've asked so many different times. I can't even count. I've probably asked millions of times. Will you pray with me? Pray for me. Pray. Period. Just pray. And nobody prays. Nobody prays for me. Nobody prays with me. Nobody. I won't say nobody prays for me. That's a lie. But nobody is praying with me. I realized that when somebody asked to pray with me, I was like, wow. I didn't know how much I needed that. Seriously, the devil always wants to convince me that I need all this sinful behavior and sinful things that I do not miss. But he will never let me see how much I need to be praying with somebody. And God's always telling me that too. But it's just I feel I cannot trust anybody because of the individual that's using their money to control everything around me. This is really bad. But you know, it's fine, as I said. 
whatever God intends is happening regardless. And God, I noticed that God is kind of smiling right now because he's like, but this is the part that I love. They think that the money that they have is going to be able to stop the outcome and it never will. This is how I show my power. 